welcome. You are listening to Intertech's Assurance in Action podcast, the podcast for your total quality assurance provider. I am Seth Martin Wick, Intertech Business Assurances, America's Marketing Coordinator, and today I am sitting with Marcus Long. Marcus is the Chief Executive for IAOC, uh, the Independent International Organization for Certification. Marcus, thank you for joining me today. That's a pleasure, Seth. Good to meet you. Marcus, could you discuss a bit of who you are and what you do with IAOC? Okay. So IOC is a trade body that brings together uh, the 10 leading certification bodies in the world. Um, the certification bodies have some similarities in terms of how they operate. They operate in many different countries around the world. They have multiple accreditations, which is something that we'll go on to talk about a little bit later. Um, and they have a very similar attitude in terms of being very focused on the customer and delivering to the customer uh, added value out of what they do, um, having certification as a base to what they do. Now, amongst the IOC members, um, we have something like about half a million management system certificates issued around the world. And across the 10 companies of which Intertech is a member, they have something like 300,000 employees altogether. So uh, a very significant part of uh, what is known as the tick industry of testing, inspection, and certification. And the role of IOC is very much to create a strong and creditable representation network, which acts as part of the certification industry to make sure that the rules and regulations and the processes that we go through to make our industry stronger and more robust actually are focused on the needs of customers, the needs of the certification body's customers. And we work alongside the standardization industry. We work alongside uh, the accreditation bodies to make sure that we have a strong community that does that. And also, we're very interested in making sure that we raise awareness of the value and the benefits of, of exactly what we do as an organization. So it means that IOC, that the, the 10 members of IOC, we work very closely with groups like ISO, the International Standards Organization, which produces the standards that we go out and audit um, our customers with. It also means that we work very closely with groups like the International Accreditation Forum, um, making sure that, as I say, the rules and the regulations we work to ensure that we end up with a very strong and robust system of certification to make sure that people have great confidence in what we do and how we work and how people like our auditors are actually carrying out the auditing when they come in to organizations to check out how they operate against certain standards. Uh, I've been with IOC for about six years now. Um, uh, prior to that, I was actually, I've been in many different types of industry. I've been in the telecoms industry, in the retail sector, in the, in the rail industry. And, and this helps enormously in understanding what the IOC members do because 
uh, the ISD members are operating in every single sector that you can imagine. We have a massively wide customer base, not only all around the world, not only different industries, but very different size organizations as well. So we have a, a very wide range of needs that we're helping fulfill. So that's kind of IOC and what we're all about. Yeah, they definitely play a very important role. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's a, it's a key. What we do as an industry is um, we help back up a whole range of things. And um, we'll come on and talk a little bit about uh, safety and things like health and safety shortly. But, yeah, we do a, 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 a very key and significant job in terms of building confidence in products, services, and processes that businesses supply um, so that we help um, create a self, safer world uh, as one example. So this year's topic for June 9th's uh, World Accreditation Day is delivering a safer world. Um, how does accreditation produce a safer world? So accreditation is one of the key components that help add levels of trust and assurance and confidence into the work that the IC members are actually doing. So what the IEC members actually do is they go about um, evaluating products, services, and processes against some key international standards. So what they do, for example, in a, from a safety point of view, is they will check out that products and services are safe for use and that processes support a safer activities, a safer culture, and things like that to help deliver a safer world. Now, what accreditation does is it adds that extra layer, which is an independent evaluation of exactly how those certification bodies actually go about doing the work that they do. And what the accreditation bodies do is they too work against international standards. And they go about checking the certification bodies to make sure that they're fulfilling all the requirements that those international standards have, them, have themselves. So we can see here how we're building up this robust system that actually has global consensus built standards that not only are what the certification bodies go out and actually audit customers and businesses against, but then the accreditation bodies are doing exactly the same to us with a different set of standards that say, are these the right processes and procedures? So having evaluated uh, the work that we do, the accreditation bodies themselves are also subject to uh, evaluation because there is a global network of accreditation uh, bodies Typically, one per, per country, but it does. Uh, there are some countries that have more than one accreditation body. And through the International Accreditation Forum, there is a clear evaluation system to make sure that each of the um, accreditation bodies are doing the right thing um, in terms of their accreditation. So we can see here we end up with a very robust and strong system that means that uh, products, services, and processes can actually be looked at around the world, and because of this accreditation system, based on these standards, 
regulators, uh, people making any kind of purchases, uh, employees can have the confidence that accreditation actually helps, in this case, the world a safer place. So it's a very tiered process. Uh, it's a very robust process. It's a very precise process that helps deliver um, what we call accredited conformity assessment. And that, in the case of safety, gives people safer products, safer services, um, safer work environments to actually work. Um, you had mentioned early on uh, the massive and expansive list of industries that um, the accreditation and certification industry touch. Um, so in that vein of thinking, uh, the expectation of safe workplaces, safe products, safe transport, and safe food, for example, in, in fact, all aspects of our lives uh, is universally shared. Um, but this isn't always a reality in practice. How can consumers be more aware of this issue and do something to push manufacturers? Yeah, I, um, unfortunately, you're right that the world is not a 100% safe place. It never will be. To build a 100% safe world uh, will cost too much, will be too restrictive and all those kind of things. And regrettably, that does mean that there are some, some pretty horrible statistics about um, the number of accidents and fatalities in the work environment, um, road traffic accidents, and all of those kind of things where there is a certain degree of risk. We will never be able to get rid of that risk completely, as I say. But what we can do is we can work to help make a safer world. In terms of what consumers can do, um, I think there have been great strides made to make the world a safer place. And actually consumers in the first place help out because they are often the driver for the creation of the standards that we now see that make the world a safer place. And they do that in two ways. First of all, consumers will put pressure on products and services and businesses that are unsafe. And through individual consumers, through consumer groups, leading them into government and other organizations, they put pressure on the international standard system to create the right standards to help make a safer world. So I think it's what consumers can do is continue to be vigilant about what is good practice, what is bad practice, and see that in through the key decision-making groups, people like government, people like local government, so that they can help deliver the policies. And very often, standards and certification and accreditation are actually used by public officials to make sure that um, there is a safer environment. Now, new products and new services and new transport means are coming out all the time. We need to make sure that we are constantly in touch with new areas of technology so that we can end up having fewer accidents, uh, a better work environment, meaning lower employee absence, and all those things that help generate a safer world for us. Um, the role of consumers is to keep us informed about making sure we're doing the right thing. And certainly the IOC members 
are there with eyes and ears always open to make sure that we're doing the right thing so that with things like health and safety, we are doing what is best. Now, a good example of this is that a couple of months ago, um, ISO launched the brand new health and safety management system standard. Now, this standard, which is called ISO 45001, is uh, a way that uh, an organization can help build up a system within their organization that helps manage better health and safety performance. And this international standard, of which IOC members uh, will certify people to show that they have met the requirements in the standard, will help deliver a safer environment, particularly in terms of the workplace and in terms of how uh, businesses actually operate. And again, will be another step for helping make the world a safer place. So how exactly does certification and accreditation play into this, into the safety? Well, if I may, I'd like to give three examples from different parts of the world about how um, standards and certification and accreditation can actually help out. Um, in Italy, um, there is a, a group called INEL, which is the uh, Italy's Workers' Compensation Authority. Now, as effectively a government institute, they've actually looked at um, the incident of accidents uh, because they're effectively an insurer. And what they found is that uh, those companies who are, have a health and safety system in place, and in the, the one that they were using was called OSAS 18001, they found that uh, the incidence of workplace accidents was being reduced by as much as 40% in organizations that had implemented this standard. And as an insurer, clearly that meant they, they were paying out less. So what they've actually done is they've actually reduced the cost of the premiums for the businesses that are actually certified to 18,001 and have accreditation to that. So I think that's very, it's a very positive example of where uh, the insurance industry have, have recognized uh, the benefits uh, that standards can deliver. The second example I give is from, uh, from Japan. Um, now, given Japan's geography, it um, has some very key issues in terms of business continuity. And um, what the Development Bank of Japan has looked at is it clearly needs to make sure that businesses, whatever the problems might be, um, whether they are something as severe as earthquakes or, or maybe something uh, less dramatic, they need to make sure that businesses are still able to operate. And in looking at how certification uh, can help them out, what they found is that um, the business continuity management system standard has actually provided a key way for businesses to be able to continue to work even when faced with some significant threats to their business. And as a bank, they see that as uh, very significant to the point where they actually offer reduced rates of uh, their loans 
to organisations who have accredited certification to the ISO Business Continuity Management System Standard, ISO 22301. The third example um, is from New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand has proved a very popular destination for adventure tourism over the last few years. And um, as the name implies, uh, there are maybe some slightly riskier activities involved in that type of tourism. But clearly, um, the New Zealand uh, adventure tourism industry is very keen on making sure that people uh, feel happy about the levels of safety involved at the organization. And for that reason, um, they have developed a scheme um, the New Zealand Adventure Activity Certification Scheme, where the providers of adventure activities need to undergo and pass a safety audit that certifies their safety processes in meeting certain key safety audit standards. Now, I think that's a very accessible and, and obvious example of consumers being given faith by a certification process. And uh, again, through that scheme, will help build a safer environment. What improvements in the, la in the last 20 years in this industry have you seen? And where do you see improvements over the next 20? Okay, well, I think the past 20 years is probably the easier of the two questions there. Um, I think, first of all, what we've seen is a huge growth in the numbers of organizations who are actually certified. Um, if you take the biggest management system standard in the world, the policy management system, ISO 9001, sorry, we've seen uh, the numbers of organizations who are certified for that. 20 years ago, there were about 160,000. Now there are over 1.1 million organizations around the world that have seen the benefits of implementing and being certified through a quality management system. And we've seen even bigger growth in the environmental management system, ISO 14001, where 20 years ago there were about 14,000 uh, sites around the world that were certified, and there are now over 330,000 sites around the world that are certified for that. But as well as those two uh, leading standards, we've also seen the introduction of many new standards um, that deal with important new issues that we face. So, for example, uh, we talked before about the business continuity standards. We now have standards for information security management. Uh, we now have um, the energy management system standards, which is proving extremely popular to help organizations manage the amount of energy that they're using. So we're seeing a whole new range of standards coming out, and, and that will certainly continue over the next 20 years. I think secondly, we're also seeing a, a much more robust accreditation system, where we really have a global system being set up that enables um, great benefits to be made when it comes to supporting global trade, and helping people actually have assurance over the goods and services that they're buying from overseas because they can see that it's cert they're certified that they have accredited certification. 
And I think that that increased activity of a global infrastructure does help enormously with things like uh, economic development and helping make a safer world. Uh, I also talked before about most recently, you know, we have the new health and safety standard. And I think that a lot of these standards, um, they're evolving to make sure that they are applicable for today and they're applicable for tomorrow. So if we take the example of the quality management system standard 9001, uh, that was revised three years ago now, and it introduced new concepts to the standard, things like risk-based thinking, uh, greater control over complex supply chains, and the involvement and need to understand stakeholders a lot better. So I think standards are evolving all the time, and the certification that the members of ISD will do will evolve. So what happens next? Well, um, I think that some of those things do help indicate what will happen next is that the, our industry will continue to listen. It will continue to make sure it's looking at what's going to happen next. What are the important things? Now, of course, what's going to happen in the next 20 years is uh, probably a very optimistic question to ask because obviously the biggest change we're seeing is what technology and digitalization is doing. And the rate at which things are changing means that as businesses, as consumers, um, as the public sector, the experiences that we're having in the world are being changed that much quicker because of the rate at which we're changing. But how will this change in terms of our own industry? Well, I think digitalization will become uh, more significant for our industry, not just in terms of the way that we carry out auditing. But I think also with data, um, we will be able to help bring down the barriers between the organizations that we're working with, the organizations that we're certifying, and the certification bodies, the members of ISD. And we'll have a much greater understanding through this data of the issues that businesses and other organizations are facing. So we will be able to help them deliver improved performance in their own organization. I believe that certification will always be, and accredited certification in particular, will always be a very strong foundation for helping uh, us help businesses become better. But I think we'll be able to do more things for them. I think we'll be able to help them out more with uh, a greater sharing of data, uh, a greater use of data in the future. To stay up to date on the industry and learn more about what I, the IOC does, uh, the members of IOC and the schemes they certify, go to uh, IOC.org. Marcus, do you have anything uh, that you'd like to say? Yeah, I, I think there are a couple of things. What people can also find on the IOC website is they can find uh, information about uh, the benefits of what accredited certification actually has to offer including uh, links to some external academic research that shows the benefits of what we do. I think also in terms of the World Accreditation Day theme, um, it's worthwhile uh, looking at hashtag WAD2018 because you will there, from that, you will see um, all the different activities that are going on uh, amongst accreditation bodies and certification bodies around the world 
to help show the activities that they're doing in, in terms of uh, helping make the, the world a safer place. And you'll see hopefully lots of examples from, from different geographies about the activities that are actually going on. So as I say, have a look at hashtag uh, WAD2018 and, and through Twitter, you'll, you'll see lots of the different activities that are going on around the world. Great. Uh, thank you for your time today, Marcus. Um, a pleasure. And uh, hopefully uh, uh, we've been able to, to give people some of the ideas uh, about how uh, accredited certification uh, specifically helps make the world a safer place, uh, but also delivers a whole range of other things uh, for businesses, consumers, uh, and for governments. And uh, hopefully uh, some of the things that we're doing uh, are really working to make things uh, more possible for more people. For sure. This has been the Assurance in Action podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day.